Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Are you ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Hi, everybody. This is Robert Bannon. You're listening to us on the Broadway Podcast Network, and you're here at the Roundtable. This is the first time we have ever done a show about award shows. We don't have any Broadway stars. We don't have any TikTokers. We don't have a TV star here. We are going to break down the Golden Globes. We're going to break down the awards, this whole award season for you, right here on the Broadway Podcast Network. From the Golden Globes to the Tony Awards, we will be here with all of the awards this season. If you've never listened to us before, my name is Robert Bannon. You can follow me at Robert M. Bannon or go to robertbannon.com. Listen to my music. Come see me in New York. All that fun stuff. And the Roundtable is live on YouTube Thursday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific. And every day there's another interview on the Broadway Podcast Network with artists talking about art. So when I was thinking about this, this idea came to me to talk about award shows because people love talking about entertainment, awards, gossip. And this started because I was a guest on the Musical Theater Podcast and talked about Dear Evan Hansen. And it was the number one trending podcast for weeks because I was shady. So why not be shady on my own damn show? So I thought, who will be shady with me? But Adrian Garzillo, cousin, pop culture nista, and she is the only person I know who has a party for the Kids' Choice Awards at her house. I don't know. You, Adrian, you love an award show. Woo! Yes, I do. Thank you, Robert. That was a lovely introduction. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, it is true. I I am one of those people. And you've been coming for, like, 20 years, Robert. Like, I have always enjoyed the award shows. And I think it's because my grandmother loved the award shows. We, I remember sitting with her and watching the Golden Globes when they first started way back in the day and the Oscars that she, she always enjoyed it. She would watch when Joan Rivers was doing the carpets back in the day. They, she just enjoyed it. So that's how See, I just started. To enjoy that's it. what I, I like. I liked Joan Rivers. I you did love, too. Joan was iconic. You like a red carpet. I love okay. a red carpet. I <laughs> I don't I don't love the I don't want we work on red carpets but I don't I don't love watching the red carpets because you know Adrian and me fight folks because I tell her all the time that show business is fake this is all a bunch of baloney it's all about publicists telling people what to say it's which all it is I I understand there there is a there it is a business it's, it's not just an outfit they chose an hour ago off a rack they did not go to the store and pick this out like normal human beings. <laughs> so, but I go because I like an hors d'oeuvre and I like Adrian's house always has diet soda. So I'm there enjoying Coke my- Zero, we are a Coke Zero house. We do like that. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, hey, the Golden Globes are the one of the most, maybe the most fun award show and also the most controversial award show of the past few years. Oh, that is true. I, and you know what? It is my favorite too because it is both television and movies. And I think it's, and I like in between, I wish they almost had like a live stream. They, who knows they might like in between the commercials because as, as we know, 
just because they were in a movie together once doesn't mean they're best friends for life. So they may not see each other for five or six years. And then when they're invited again to come to one of these things, they get to see each other. And I think it's kind of neat or, or meeting Martin Scorsese for the first time. I think yeah. that's kind of cool. That's the kind of stuff that I, I like besides the fabulous dresses. Yeah. TV shows, uh, TV actors and stuff don't always get to hang out with, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, whoever's there. Right. Um, this year, the Golden Globes, is back on network television. It was not on network television last year. Um, this year it is on CBS for the first time ever. Uh, yeah, that is correct. I thought it was the SAG Awards that wasn't tel televised. Well, they were on, the SAG Awards were streaming, but the Golden Globes, there was... The Golden Something Globes, was going on with that. They were not on NBC. They were not on NBC last year. They may right. have been on a different show. There, there's something changed. And what I found fascinating, Adrian, before we go through the list, Reading into this, A, there's controversy because the foreign press members, you know, got into quite a bit of trouble when they uh, did not have a person of color on the list, on all 56 members of the of the foreign press. Then they changed the foreign Which press. Which is unheard of. Like, let's think about that for a second. You are the Hollywood foreign press. So you should be having people from different countries, different ethnicities. How is that even possible? That the, mm, well, you unacceptable. Know, this year, they're, the foreign press members are boycotting and protesting outside of the Golden Globes. Oh, because Ooh, shade. I love it. 56 of them have not been allowed a seat inside the ballroom. <laughs> so if you, I've stayed at the Beverly Hills Hilton, the Beverly Hills Hilton, the ballroom is very small because we went in and looked. Mm -hmm. It is not big. Um, and it is just as little as it looks on television. So <laughs> it'll be very interesting to see the controversy. It is on the, the 7th, by the way, at 8 o'clock, January 7th, 8 o'clock, CBS, and also on Paramount Plus if you're a good old cable cutter. If, if I also want to say I found it really interesting that something shady about this award show, they did not announce any presenters until yesterday. Mm-hmm. They are not having a Cecil B. DeMille or Carol Burnett Award recipient this year at all. Oh, I thought it was going to Barbara Streisand. That's the SAG Lifetime Achievement Award. So there's- Oh, a that's intriguing. And then Joe Coy, who you love. who's I love Joe. Well, I love Joe Coy. Recently, he kind of said some things that I wasn't too happy with, but I, I, he's okay. He's, he's all right. I want to know how many people they asked that said no before they got to Joe Coy, because he said he got hired within the week. It's been a crash course in hosting. I don't know why they didn't have a host. I don't know why they didn't have presenters till yesterday. But the presenter list is a lot better because I was reading some gossip and they were shading it and saying the only people that they announced as presenters were two guys from Suits, the TV show Suits, and now the list has gotten better. Well, I, now, I, I had heard Viola Davis was, usually it's the people that win the year before. That's normally yes. how it works. Well, they just announced today Amanda Seyfried, Will Ferrell, America Ferrara, Issa Rae, Daniel Kaluuya and Oprah. So like they're they're starting to get well Oprah okay. the color purple, but the color purple not nominated. But for but 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 she will be there to represent the movie for sure. I, I find it a fascinating extravaganza. I love it. I and I think that's true because you do you have TV and film colliding, and I think even though well the other the I guess can we call it the elephant in the room? We didn't have TV for a long time because of the SAG strike, the writer's strike and whatnot, and the actor's strike, which 
Yeah, there was no TV and there was no film. I mean, if the strike was still going on, there wouldn't be a Golden Globes. Um, So it's very interesting that TV's a little behind and movies, ever since COVID, the landscape of movies is really, and television are going through the same thing that music kind of went through years ago where the CD went out the window and the iTunes went out the window. And now you pay, you know, Spotify or Apple or, or Amazon and you get all the music for a certain fee. Well, that's kind of what's happened with TV. You can streaming television is a fee and you get TV streaming movies is a fee and you get movies and the old school days of waiting for a season of television shows to come in the fall or, a blockbuster movie that you need to go to the theater to see. It's a totally different world. Totally different world. And even the films too. A lot of the films like Dune 2, which I cannot wait to see. Um, I know Robert, you'll be running to the theater to see that one. Um, (laughs) That was, that got, that was supposed to come out in uh, December and it got pushed to March. So there's a lot of, and there was another Zendaya movie called the challengers that got pushed. A lot of movies got pushed to next year. I, I I do think though that um, the film world um, we need some more independent movies out there. I miss those independent movies. There's a, there's one or two on here that uh, um, I think are great, and and we need more of those. I think we need the, the smaller filmmakers to come back, or even the filmmakers that used to do them, make them again because I love those. Those were some of my favorite movies back in the day. But can we have independent films that are Oscar worthy, that have a story, like with a beginning, middle and end? I'm so tired of these damn movies that just end with like, they're just, okay, it looked pretty. I They were acting, but like, can we have a story? I don't want to just see like a day in the life or some, let's just look at pretty cinematography of a bunch of people just living there. I- can we, can, can we also have something with a, and not just a story, but like a riveting story, like something that really catches you and i also it doesn't have to be you know a a big time movie star it doesn't have to be show me someone that may be up and coming that that really cares about you talked about art that's what acting is acting is art you know we need more of that and i know there's a lot of great filmmakers out there that that are young you know or even if they're older and they want another shot I, i just think it's it's we we've seen now listen i love a good blockbuster I love a good Marvel movie or DC. Well, not really DC. I love a good Marvel movie, Little Shade there. But I, I'd like something with some substance. I'd like something that really shows. And I'm an underdog. I love an underdog movie. I, I, I've i always enjoyed that. I always like to see the underdog win. And I, I think we need more of that out there for all of us to see. Yeah, you'll see. Adrian picks some wackadoodle choices when she picks the movies. <laughs> Nuts. All right. So let's just jump right into the big one. I say we go right to the. I go. Oh. All right. I'm let's ready. With, can we start with TV? Let's do television. Let's start with TV. Yes. Let's save the films for, for less. Let's do TV. All right. I, I think we, we, we go right to, but I think we do the big awards first and we'll go backwards for movies. We'll go. We'll Love go. It. All right. TV series drama. I don't watch TVA. Together. So I do. I consume a lot of television. My DVR gets really broken um, because my my husband John will say, "Can you join it? Did you watch it yet?" Now, listen. You know I love a good reality show. You know I love a good Housewives or Below Deck. They're my they're my faves or the Challenge. However, TV has really and and I will say this too. Everything's really expensive, but if you don't have these streaming services, you really are missing out some on some amazing. Mm-hmm. acting and and television shows you really really are uh so i do watch a lot of tv 
Uh, so go ahead, Robert. What are what are your what are your thoughts on the on the choices? And then who do you think might win? Well, TV series drama is 1923, The Crown, The Diplomat, The Last of Us, The Morning Show, and Succession. I have I love The Morning Show. I watch I watch every season. I watch every season. It, it really is. It, it surprised me. I didn't think I was going to like it, and it's a great show. Um, I and I watched Succession because a and many people have said Succession is good, and Succession was amazing. And since Succession yes. is not on the air anymore and is done, it has had its run. I'm sure it sweeps up the Golden Globes. Uh, I definitely think. Um, and again, you've got you've got Netflix, you've got HBO Max. You know, you look at those because that also plays a key, especially with the Hollywood Foreign Press. Because the Hollywood Foreign Press is very interesting, and that's why again, this is a weird a, a weird award show because you usually think, oh, and I'm just using it as as an as an example, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's the favorite. That usually doesn't happen. They usually give it to a newcomer. That they have been known to do that. Um, you know, they do. However, for for TV series drama. There's a couple missing from this list. Now, what I would like to win, only because I'm, you know, I, I, I do like um, The Last of Us from, from HBO. And it, that was based off of a video game. The show was extremely well made. What the the hell story was really great. Um, that is with Pedro Pascal uh, and Bella Ramsey. It's, a, it's, it's about zombies. Let's be realistic. That's what it's about. But the different stories in all of the episodes are amazing. And in one of them, there was a young boy, I, I don't recall his name, and he is a deaf actor. That episode, bawling. This little boy, amazing. And I will say, I did like the uh, the diversity in the show as well. That, that was for The Last of Us. However, Succession is one of the greatest television shows ever. And I told you, I was like, you have to watch this. And you have to pay attention. It's hard because you really have to listen because they talk very fast. But I do think Succession will take this. Me too. Great show. I, I, I agree. I never even heard of The Last of Us. I have no desire to see it. <laughs> I don't even know what 1923 is. And The Crown, I tried to watch it and I fell asleep. Well, The Crown, the, the it's the, I, I don't know if it's the last season that it is nominated. It is the last season. I think it just premiered. I don't think that's what's nominated. It could have been. I'm not sure. But it's about um, Princess Diana yes, and her, her final days. Yeah. Yes. And we did an interview with the guy who she, one of the people from The Crown on the round table. Go look it yes. up. Well, it's a good one. Um, mm -hmm. TV series, musical or comedy, Abbott Elementary, Barry, The Bear, Jury Duty, uh, Only Murders in the Building, and then Ted Lasso, which is Adrian's favorite show this year. This I tough category for me. Tough category. I've watched three of these shows. Are oh. you I'm very impressed. That's very impressive for you. Which which three did you watch? Well, I always watch Abbott Elementary because I live it every day of my life. I I watched The Bear, which was oh. fascinating. Yes, uh, especially if you like food. And um, and I I watched. I didn't watch the last season of Ted Lasso, but I have watched Ted Lasso, so I know what it's about. And I'm sure that Ted Lasso wins because it's also done. Right. So this is, again, another interesting, and I have to say, you. I think you had said, oh, hey, you got to watch Abbott Elementary. That is such a great, when you talk about like a sitcom, like, you know, because sometimes sitcoms, mm, they're okay. This is a great show. Mm -hmm. This has so many different layers, so many different levels. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of The Office because they kind of break the third wall and they talk to you. 
And first of all, the principal is one of my favorite characters. I adore her. She is hysterical. But it's just so well written. It's my it's favorite such, show. It's so it. great. It's it's and it's realistic. I, and I think that's why people kind of um, you know, gravitate towards it. I, I think it's a really, really great show. It's it's it is one of my favorites. Ted Lasso, my friend Joe said, you gotta watch Ted Lasso, you gotta watch it. I was like, oh, Apple TV, okay. John and I binged this in like, so we were riveted. It's such a great show, an amazing cast, amazing acting, amazing writing. It is my, it is my favorite. I do think it will win. I love Only Murders in the Building though. I love it, but I do think it will go to Ted Lasso. I've never watched Only Murders in the Building. I'm sure it's fun. The first season, you have Martin Short. Well, Martin Short and Steve Martin are in it. But you have Nathan Lane. When you throw in Nathan Lane, and actually, I, I, I his name escapes me, the actor uh, from CODA, the movie that won Best Picture, um, The Sun, he plays Nathan Lane's son in the first season. Great. Amazing. Wonderful. Uh, it, it really is wonderful. But when you have Nathan Lane and Martin Short together, come on. And then you have Steve Martin, throw Steve Martin in there. And Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez is, she was surprised me. I didn't think she was going to be as great as she was. It's a great show. It's really fun. Well, she's nominated. Let's go to actor in a drama. Yes. You have the succession power powerhouse. Triple threat here. there. Triple threat. And your Pedro. Mm-hmm. You have Pedro Pascal in The Last of Us. You have Brian Cox in succession. Who? But he's not going to win because he... Nope. Nope. I know who's... You know who's going to win this. You know. Oh, I do too. Karen Colkin in Succession. Gary Oldman in Slow Horses, which just the name Slow Horses makes me want to poke my eyeballs out. I, I did not watch it. And then Jeremy Strong in Succession and Dominic West in The Crown, who has won in the past, I believe, or been nominated in the past, or who knows? Who do you think is going to win? If Kieran Culkin doesn't win... I will be very angry and I will throw my Coke Zero at the television. I agree. His performance, exceptional. There isn't a word for his performance in this last season. He was building up to something because initially you like this, you you, you don't like right. him. Yeah. I, I, I think it's phenomenal. However, you know me, I do like my Pedro Pascal. He <laughs> has won a couple, Pedro, for his role, but I think Kieran wins hands down. Hands uh, down. Uh, and I love Jeremy Strong. I think Jeremy Strong's a very good actor. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the two of them together, they play brothers. When I saw the three of them nominated, I said, ah. And then, of course, you think, oh, they're going to cancel each other out. Nope. Kieran. No. Kieran. I agree. And Brian, the only reason I say Brian's not going to win is because he's not in the whole season. But I'm not. Yeah. That's that's correct. Is a spoiler alert? No, no. The show's been over. If you haven't watched it yet, that's your own damn fault. That's so if right. you got an actor for musical or comedy... Bill Hader for Barry. Do you know I love Bill Hader when he does Stefan on SNL? It's my favorite character, maybe. So good. But I don't like Bill Hader. Okay. (laughs) I don't enjoy the Bill Hader experience. I can can understand that. Okay. Steve Martin in Only Murders in the Building, Jason Siegel in Shrinking, who I really loved Jason Siegel when he was in like Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And then Cricket Cricket, where is he? Yeah. And shrinking. And Martin Short in Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, and Jeremy Allen White, who's really good actually in The Bear. He's great in The Bear. He's this is this is an interesting category too. Um, there's really well, so the new person would be Jeremy Allen. Now he has won the Emmy. 
So that could be a lead in. But again, this is Hollywood Foreign Press. Um, I think it's going to go to 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 uh, Jason Sudeikis. I, I I think especially for the final season, they do love Bill Hader though. But it's true, I love him on like SNL. But mm, Barry's a great show. I love Henry Winkler on, on Barry. Um, but I think it's going to go to Jason Sudeikis. I think I, I will say it's going to be either Jason or uh, Jeremy for the for the bear. You know what's funny? You know I. Steve Martin is a legend and Martin Short is a legend, even though they came for Martin Short. He had a controversy this year. They critiqued him as not being funny and all this stuff, which is silly. I, I, I don't, I forget where it was in Vanity Fair or some Mac. I'm not the right person for this show, everybody. Um, Cause I don't, I don't pay attention to any of this, but I, but I will say that Jason Sudeikis is great in Ted Lasso and, and Jeremy Allen White is great in the bear. So yep. when we go down to actress of a drama, a, eh? And you have Helen Mirren in 1923, which is the year she probably graduated high school. And <laughs> no, I love her. She's so damn good. And Bella Ramsey, The Last of Us, which you talked about before. And I had said, who the hell is Bella Ramsey? And then Carrie Russell, who's still here from Felicity. Who the hell would have thought? Excuse me. Excuse me. Carrie Russell started out on the Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. She was back in the day. I am an OG. She's a great actress. She's come a long way. And I love Felicity, by the way. She has come a really long way. She's a great actress. I Yes, agreed. She's not going to win, but she's a great actress. Sarah Snook in Succession. Who? Oh, the, 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 the sister. sister. She's good. So good. She's a shady. She's a shady one of the... Amelda Staunton in The Crown and Emma Stone, who I love Emma Stone. Uh, I do too. Go ahead. Tell me who you think is going to win, eh? So, um, poor uh, Dame Helen Mirren. Um, Yeah, 1920. Harrison Ford is also in 1923, just to let you know. That was the big snub, was that they did not nominate Harrison Ford. He's and born in 1923. Correct. But he wasn't coming to this, so that's probably why they didn't nominate him. He was not coming. Uh, I do think... I don't know. This is a weird, it's a weird category. Um, Imelda Staunton. I don't know who she plays in the crown. I don't remember. She's, they're all great actresses, but Sarah, when you talk about shade, her character who won though, in the end, again, a little spoiler alert there, but woo. When oh, I gave the spoiler alerts, spoiler alerts. you know, <laughs> she, she, and the way she treats her man and the way oh. she's ruthless ruthless she, but she was the only girl the the brothers you know they 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 fought like and it's funny when you watch succession and you just see their dynamic it's the strangest dynamic i've ever seen but when you have the money that they have i guess that's bound to happen super but it's but it's a phenomenal show phenomenal show my, Kudos family's, HBO poor, for that. my family's the poor version of succession that's how they all get along with one another when we <laughs> That's true. When we go to actress, they're not going to listen to this, so it's fine. When we go to actress for musical or comedy, Rachel Brosnahan in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quinton Burnson in, in Abbott Elementary. I don't know how to say everyone's name. I, owe, I, I sound like the people that maybe A needs to say them. I owe Etta Beery in The, in the, the Bear. Elle Fanning, who's on Broadway right now in The Great, Selena Gomez, who we talked about in Only Murders in the Building, and Natasha Lyonne, still out here, still working. Still, still working, still doing it. And okay. it's great. It's a great show. Poker Face, I, I was really happy to see her um, kind of turning, you know, doing good and doing great things. And I mean, she was great in uh, Orange is the New Black. And this show is a really fun show. I was I was pleasantly surprised when I when I did watch it. Um, this, I, I think, 
I think it's going to go to Quinta. I hope so. I, I think so. I mean, the only other, which could, again, because she's new, would be uh, Ao or Io. I'm not sure how to pronounce that for the bear because she's really good in that too. She is good in it. Yeah. It's a good category. They're all good actors. They do. But I think the Hollywood Foreign Press likes to um, give it to new people, which I kind of like that sometimes because that's why they nominate. You're kind of like, oh, wow, they nominated that person. But I think they kind of do that in a weird way. I don't know. But let's see. I but I, I mean, Quintana is great because she's she writes it, too. So yeah. it's like a double whammy for her. I think the the Hollywood Foreign Press, they seem to go for the new people or they go for the famous. They love famous people. They love, love famous take people. selfies with you. And, you know, call your daughter and FaceTime your aunt and all that stuff. You know, it's politics. Show business politics. Mm -hmm. And Quinta has won already. I just, yeah, you know, they, they gave Rami, they gave Rami, you know, Rami a, a Golden Globe. He was new. So Yes. Yeah, they, they was now starring with Emma Stone mm. in Poor Things and Mark Ruffalo, which is so fantastic to see that. They did get, remember, I was very excited when that happened. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. The lesson, everyone, is if you want to be an actor, create your own. He created his show, Rami, which was brilliant. Actor supporting TV, Billy Crudup. He's good in the morning Ooh. show, Billy Crudup. Um, Matthew McFadden in Succession, who I believe is the husband. A husband to Sarah Snook's character, yes. So good. Um, James Marsden, who who knew he still worked on Enjoy Duty. Um Eben Moss Backrack, not related to Burt Backrack and the Bear. And then Alan Ruck, also very good in succession. And Alexander Skarsgård, who's a very handsome man in succession. <laughs> so let's talk about this for a second. I when I heard the nominees, I'm like, Alexander Skarsgård from and, and I I I enjoy Alexander Skarsgård. Uh he is a very good actor. Um, he is easy on the eyes. I didn't understand him being nominated. I thought his part was fairly small. And he's a jerk. I mean, they're all jerks, but like he's. Yes, he was. Oh, yes. No, I listen. I hope Alan Ruck wins. I love Alan Ruck. He's been around from Ferris Bueller days and his character is the craziest character. He's probably the nicest person. Yeah. On Succession. Yes. Um, I really do think so. But he had a car accident recently, so he may not be there. He kind of ran into a building. I don't know if it was a medical thing, because that kind of got brushed under the rug. So I don't know if he's going to be there um, on Sunday evening. Um, I don't know. This is a... Billy Crudup is great. I enjoy Billy Crudup. Um, but I think I, I think it might be succession again, but I think Matthew is going to win. Me too. If you ask me who I think should, he's he's really good and he's he's a very interesting character in the show. And again, I think it's from from the first through all the seasons, his arc and you just like your jaw hits the floor and he's such a scumbag in the show. He's the worst. So nasty. But I feel bad because Sarah Snook is not nice to him in the in, uh, her character is not nice to no. him. No. No. But he's not really nice to her either. No. He's he's he, but he was smart. He hung on to her for his, you know, he's no dummy. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Marry well, everyone. Actress supporting television Elizabeth Debicki in The Crown, Abby Elliott in The Bear, Christina Ricci in Yellow Jackets. God bless Christina Ricci. She got discovered right in Teaneck, New Jersey. Jay Smith Cameron in Succession, Meryl Streep in Only Murders in the Building, and Hannah Waddingham. And Ted Lasso, she's so fun and great and sings and she's she's so pretty and tall. 
Team Waddington, Team Hannah Waddington, all the way. All the way. I did not know I would enjoy her as much as I did. And then when watching Ted Lasso, I'm like, she's the lady from Game of Thrones. She had that, you know, walk the walk of shame. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's the same person. She's a beautiful singing voice. I we John and I watched her her Christmas special also on Apple TV, which was very fun and festive. And I just, I love that she's a woman of a, of a certain age. She's stunning. She's gorgeous. She doesn't care what she looks like and she's still stunning. And I just hope she gets a lot more um, acting gigs because I adore watching her. I do too. And I'm sure she will. And and she is, uh, I like her too. And the only other thing, I, may, may, do they give it to Meryl Streep because she's Meryl Streep? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, eh? I know that's, or, or do they give it to, um, but I, the J Smith Cameron, who is that? I don't know. Well, you think we do research on the question? I'm just, I don't recognize the name. That's not the mother. We don't do research on this show. eh? I know we were a little lacking cause I'm looking at that and I was like, I don't, I don't remember who that was. She plays his wife. Brian Cox's wife, right? Yes. You know, she doesn't have the biggest part, but she is a, Another. She's a shady one too. Woo on that show. SOB. Mm. So there you go. When we go move on to uh theater and 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 I'm I'm sorry, that's old old hat for me. Move on to movies from the television to the movies. It's amazing to me how many movies are streamed and not in theaters. Like, you know, it's amazing to me. But I do kind I enjoy, of I enjoy going to a theater. You should I be know. responsible. And if you feel comfortable, you can wear your mask or whatever. But there is nothing like, depending on the type of film that it is, sometimes you need to take it all in and hear the music and, and have that moment. Um, but sometimes I don't mind, depending on the type of film, watching it at home. I, I don't mind. And do you know my opinion about it? I love not, I love not going to the movies. I love watching them at home. It takes me like two weeks to watch one movie because I watch them in 10 minute spurts and mm -hmm. I get made fun of all the time. And you know that I'm doing well or don't have an anxiety attack if I'm able to watch a whole movie in one sitting. I can't do it. But I can do it in the movie theater, but I just don't, I don't know. I just, you know, I see. I know. Well, let's talk about music. Can we talk about original songs? Yes, let's do. Oh, yes, that's that's a good category this year. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, there's a lot of famous people, and there's a lot of interesting songs. You have "Addicted to Romance" by Bruce Springsteen and Patty Scalfa, you know Bruce's wife, uh, in a song uh, from the movie "She Came to Me." "Dance the Night." It's a good song. Good song by Carolyn Allen, Dua Lipa, Mark Ronson, Andrew Wyatt from the Barbie movie. I'm just Ken by Mark Ronson, Andrew Wyatt in the Barbie movie, Peaches by Jack Black, and a whole bunch of other people from Super Mario Brothers, Road to Freedom by my my celebrity hall pass, Lenny Kravitz, and, and Rustin, and What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish and her brother, uh, Phineas, for Barbie. So what what is your thought? Go ahead, talk to me about Peaches, Peaches, There's, Peaches. Oh, Peaches, 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 Peaches. When I first, I thought it was fake. I didn't realize that was actually the song from the movie. And I just recently saw uh, an interview with Jack Black and he said like, they, and he said, this was like while they were doing it. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I don't think we should do this. And they said, just listen. So they sent it to him. And then he was like, like, just, they were like, we have this idea. And then Jack Black took that idea and you have this amazing song. I think it's great. 
I mean, it's real. I was like, who knew like that? I mean, we know we love Jack Black and he's, he's so multi-talented with so many different things. I love it. However, I'm just Ken as someone who grew up playing with Barbie dolls and Ken. I think it's great. I think it's great. I, I think it's my favorite too. It's just, it, it's, it, especially when you watch the movie Barbie and this, it's just, and that Ryan Gosling sang it too. Kudos to Ryan Gosling. I, I just enjoy it a lot. Now, what was I made for? I do want to talk about that because it is a beautiful song, mm. but it's not, an, for me, it's not enough. I needed a little bit more oomph. And Billie Eilish, she's she's talented. And and I think her music is a specific type of music. And I think it's great because it's different from a lot of the the super queens that are out there like Taylor Swift and Beyonce and Rihanna. I just, uh, and Kelly Clarkson. Uh, but I think, no, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Ken. At least for the Golden Globes. That's my bet. I, I think so too. And I think that's that sounds good for me. Um, I like that category. Best actress, supporting actress, sorry, best supporting actress in a movie. Emily Blunt in Oppenheimer, which is a movie A saw, I did not. Danielle Brooks in The Color Purple, which is a movie I saw and A did not. I <laughs> and, know. Uh, Jodie Foster in Naya, which I think no one saw. And uh, Julianne Moore in May, December. Uh, I saw May, I December. Saw, I saw that too. Roseman Pike in Saltburn. I saw it. I watched it last night effed up movie and divine joy randolph in the holdover so good movie go what's your favorite go so we're gonna fight this is we are gonna fight uh as we do robert we we we, we but we fight in a fun way right because i picked the people that win and adrian picks the people that lose <laughs> but i will say the holdovers that's one of those independent movies it's so good um Divine Joy Ranch, she's so good, but I did see Oppenheimer. I thought Oppenheimer is amazing, and I'm a big, I will stand for Christopher Nolan. He is an amazing filmmaker. He has amazing vision. Emily Blunt was really great in, in that role. It's a small role for her, and I do I love her. I, I think she's great, but you do have two, uh, and I love Julianne Moore. I don't think she's going to win. I'm now. The the weird person that might win could be Rosamund Pike for Saltburn because she has a crazy role playing the mom in that movie. But I I'm gonna say from my vote, it's gonna be Divine Joy Randolph. Okay. I am going to say it is a hundred percent going to be Danielle Brooks. Danielle Brooks is amazing and phenomenal in the color purple she was amazing and phenomenal on broadway in the show won the tony award for it and i think that um i think she's gonna win the oscar we we did see her we we didn't have a chance to talk to her because she was running late when we went to go see um we did the carpet for um the taraji p henson jaja's i i I know Danny, like I've known Danny from when the color, when the Secret Life of Bees was in a workshop next to, to next to Witness Uganda. She is best friends with Jeremy Pope. I, I, I've seen her rise from uh, Orange is the New Black to to Broadway to now this. And um, I'm excited for her. She's at least going to get nominated for an Oscar. She is amazing in this movie. And, and, and uh, just remind me, because I, I do want to go see this, what she plays uh, the Oprah Winfrey character, yes. right? Yeah. She's no, that's, she is. And you know what I love about her too is, 
again, her versatility. She was in The Peacemaker with John yeah. Cena. She was great in that. I think she's great in everything. I just haven't seen it. But I, like I said, I my vote's for her. But I haven't seen The Color Purple, so I'm hoping to see it hopefully uh, before Sunday. Deal. I hope you do. Best Supporting Actor. Uh, I loved it. Um, Best Supporting Actor. William Defoe for Poor Things. My God, the man is still, he's been in everything. I know. De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon. Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. Ryan Gosling for Barbie, Charles Melton for May, December, which we'll talk about him in a minute, and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. By the way, Julianne Moore, I think, is hot take. Are you ready? Yes. Julianne Moore is really good in um, in May, December. What a creepy lady she is. Natalie Portman is not my cup of tea in that movie. I think Julianne Moore is acting circles around Natalie Portman in that movie. Oh, without a doubt. And and I, Natalie Portman, um, She's had her day, you know, Black Swan, and and woo woo, kudos to her. Uh, I think she, I don't know, she was just her character for me was missing something. Julianne Moore can to me never does a bad film ever. She never, even if it's a, a silly part, a small. She's so again another one. It's so versatile. She was so creepy in this in a very odd way. Just the look, and I think some of the camera angles, because you know I, I love how how things look. I love the cinematography of things. I I do think she was great. I just don't think she's going to win. I, I thought she was she was um very very good in it. This is a tough. First of all, I love all of these actors. Let let's just start with that. These are you've got some way heavy hitters. Um, my favorite, you know, is Mark Ruffalo. We met him many years ago, way in the beginning of his career, and he was very sweet and kind. Um, but can we talk about Charles Melton? Sure. Isn't he from Riverdale? He's from Riverdale and he shocked when I saw how he did in this film, he was amazing. He was so good. I was really, I was pleasantly surprised. I was happy for him. I'm like, this is such a great jumpstart because Riverdale, he played Reggie and was, you know, the jock and all. he was, he, wow. I was highly impressed with his, his character in this film. And his well, you know, this is a launching, this is going to launch him. This is like a diving board to, to, to movie stardom for him. He's really good in it. And he's also, uh, if you hear noise in the background, that's my father who doesn't care that we're doing this because I am 40 and take care of my dad. <laughs> Kill me. We love you, and, Greg. And um, he, uh, I read an article today, Mary, Mary Kayla Turno's uh, husband, she's passed, her husband or ex-husband, because he's now moved on with his life, is upset with the movie because he doesn't, He's not upset that they made the movie. He's not upset that the story's being told. He's upset that they stole the story and don't give credit or did not ask him for his input. In the yes, story. I read that too today. And he's he's 40 years old now. And he said he wished they would have contacted him because it wasn't, you know, they don't really say that's what it's about. We all were like, oh, this is what this movie is about. And I I don't know if he was, I think he just, because it is him. He knows, he's like, that's me. And I kind of understand where he's like, I wish they would have reached out. And I don't think it was for money, but just so that he was like, this is kind of really what went down. And I, I, yeah. I understand that. I, I I feel for him for that. Well, I didn't realize she had passed, Mary Kay Letourneau. He had cancer and passed. And now their child, they had 40 years old, and or 40. Something, maybe. 40 something, 52, something like that. And yeah. their child now is pregnant. So he's going to be a grandfather. Um, oh, wow. Fascinating really i don't even know how to make ends of that that's for someone way more 
smart than me. Um, when we go to animated feature, oh, you didn't tell me who you think is going to win. Oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Oppenheimer. He was he was amazing. Sure, I, I would know. like it. I would love it if it did go to Charles or Ryan, but I think it's going to go to Robert Downey Jr. I think it might go to Ryan. I, I think he's. This might be a good little funky. Might be a good one for him. Yeah, I'd I'd be Robert, happy. Robert Downey Jr. Sure. I don't know. I don't really feel anything about any of these. I think this category is. It's most people would be excited about it, but I'm I'm such a nerd. I'm such like a nerd in a different way that like all of these movies like. I'm good. Uh, yes, I know. If it's if it's more than an hour and fifty seven minutes, Robert's like I'm out. Oh hell no, Oppenheimer. Oh god, I'm already. It's going to take me a month to watch that movie. Animated feature. <laughs> The Boy and the Heron, Elemental, which is by Adrian's parent company, Disney. Spider-Man Across the Universe, Spider-Verse by Sony, the, the Super Mario Brothers movie. The Suzume? And then yes. Wish. Uh, I think it's going to go to I Super Mario. Elemental. I think oh. Super Elemental's great. Wish, Wish, was, Wish was disappointing. Um, pretty songs, but disappointing. Uh, I think it's going to go to Super Mario Brothers. All right. That sounds good to me. I saw some of Spider-Man when I was getting my hair cut. Spider-Man's that's the, the I think that's the that that might be the one that might kind of surprise everybody and and take it. It's a great movie. I did see that one too, but I I think it might go to Super Mario Brothers. It was a cute little movie, I have to say. I like it. Actress for musical or comedy, Fantasia Barrino for The Color Purple, Jennifer Lawrence for No Hard Feelings. Uh, Natalie Portman made December. I've seen all three of those movies. Um, I'm proud of myself. Uh, and it's not even SAG screener time yet. So go, Robert. I know. Alma Poisty. Poisty. You know how to say it. If you know how to say it, then you know. I think Fallen, you're good. Yes. Fallen uh, Leaves. Margot Robbie for Barbie and Emma Stone for Poor Things. A. So. Tough, tricky. Interesting on. category. Hold on here. Could Because. Jennifer Lawrence. Now, Silver Linings Playbook, she's amazing. Jennifer has done some really great movies. No Hard Feelings. Funny movie. Don't Cute. get me wrong. Cute I movie. do not feel it is Golden Globe but nomination worthy. Uh, you were reaching. I Who did she pay? Sorry, I'm giving a little shade here, and I, I do like her. She's been out for a while. She had a baby. Good for her. That's wonderful. This movie? No. No. I like Jennifer Lawrence. I do too. I think she's a great actress, but. And no. I love Andrew Barth Feldman. He's been on this show. He's great in the movie. And, and, and the his... movie's great. I love the movie. I just think for her to be nominated in this category for that movie, I just think it, it no could have. I agree. I think it really comes down. I, I think that Hollywood in, in this day and age, in this climate, loves a comeback and an interesting story. So I, I, to me, I think that it, Fantasia is a, having a moment. Listen, I think I, I, here's the deal. She should win. And I haven't even seen it. I've, I saw the one, I, there was a scene, like the end scene where she, you know, which she is, she deserves it. Um, I, I think she's probably going to give it to Margot Robbie, but I think Fantasia should win. Margot Robbie. I haven't even seen the film. Margot Robbie's going to win, but Fantasia would make me so happy if she won. Fantasia gets nominated for an Oscar, then she has already won. The fact that she's in the movie, she's already won. So I, I hope, but I hope that she gets some. And and in her interviews too, she kind of was saying like she was, she almost wasn't going to take it. She was going through something in her life and everything. And, and I just, I wish her so much success and so much love. And I hope she, I, I listen, uh, well, we're going to get there, but she's going to see her new buddy 
Um, cause she did win, uh, I think Oprah gave her an award and she made a new friend in the audience, uh, someone that she admired. So we'll get to that later though. When we get to that category. Well, that's fun. I'm excited to hear about that. Best actress in a drama, Annette Bening's Nyad, Lily Gladstone, The Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall, Greta Lee, Past Lives. Who are these people? Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. Oh God. And, and, and Kelly Spawning for Priscilla. She played Priscilla. Yes, she did. She's young. Um, I did not see that. Carrie Mulligan is amazing in Maestro. Maestro is an amazing film. Um, sure. But, but, Annette Benning is great. She's not going to win. Lily Gladstone's performance in Killers of the Flower Moon is really you saw good. that movie? I did see that movie. Like three and a um, half it, It's, it's, it's a little long as, you know, but I don't mind a long movie. I, I think it's very, very well made. I think it kind of lost a little bit of its steam because it came out so early. She's phenomenal in this film. And I think it was surprising to me. Like I didn't expect that. I I, I mean, Carrie Mulligan is great, but I think Lily Gladstone might take this one. Well, Carrie Mulligan, I, I think I, that's the only movie on the list that I saw. I, I think that she's amazing. Her arc in the story is amazing. I don't think I think it's a good, it's a well-made movie with good actors in it. I don't know if it has a great story. I agree 100% with that, yes. The acting is exceptional by by Bradley and, and her. Uh, and um, Matt Bomer is also in it, I believe, right? He's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, yeah. And then the six-minute scene of him conducting is everything. I mean, that's what you watch it for. Absolutely. Yeah. Is it enough to win an Oscar? I don't know. But we'll I don't see. know. Um, actor for musical or comedy, Nicolas Cage for Dream Scenario. What? Timothy Chalamet for Wonka, Matt Damon for Air, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, Joaquin Phoenix for Bo is Afraid, and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction, who I hear, it, I hear it's a great movie. Go ahead. He's great. He's an amazing actor, but this is one of those categories where it is time. Paul Giamatti. Now, he has one for TV for John Adams, which he was great in, Jerry's favorite miniseries. He is he so darn good in this movie. This movie is such a cute little independent film. It is adorable. You can stream it on Peacock. It is great. He deserves this, and he better get nominated for an Oscar. He is super amazing in this movie. Okay. And he plays a teacher. He plays a college professor. There you go. I hear you. Sure. I love that's, it. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on that one. It's it is a it's an interesting category, uh, and you know I love Matt Damon. Uh, I thought Air was great. I thought it would get a little bit more love, but um, Matt Damon's character was great. Uh, but but I did not see American Fiction. Our our lovely friend Mike did see it and raved about it. And I think it's probably a really great movie. I just I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I do enjoy Jeffrey Wright. I think he's a great actor, so he could be a surprise. But yeah. I'm not, my money's on Paul Giamatti. You know, Air. We'll get to Air when we talk about. Yes. That category. The actor of drama, Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon, Col Coleman Domingo. Woo! You should see him in the color purple. Um, in Rustin, uh, Barry Keoghan. And Saltburn. He's a wow. Woo! And hello. Cillian <laughs> Murphy, Oppenheimer, and Andrew Scott, all of us strangers. So now you know me, Robert. Oh God. I, I'm a little torn because this is a little bit of a, an interesting category. Uh, Leo's not going to win. That's what I want to talk about. Fantasia 
was given an award and she was like, oh, hey, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. And then I thought it was lovely of him. He got up and ex- I don't know if he gave an award or accepted. And he's, I think he was giving an award and he said, my new friend, my new best friend, Fantasia Barino. And I thought that was really neat because I'm sure she was like, oh my gosh, he said my name. So I got to give Leo some props there because I thought that was very uh, gentlemanly and very nice of him to do. So I hope they get to see each other again um, at the Globes. I'd love for there to be like, again, a red carpet moment or a picture of them uh, together because I think that's kind of cool. Killian Murphy is going to win. Um, the only person who may surprise everybody is your friend, Coleman Domingo for Rustin. I think that could be a surprise because everybody else is big and and how Coleman is, is he's, he's, I mean, he's been around forever. He's an amazing actor, but uh, Killian Murphy was phenomenal in Oppenheimer. Phenomenal. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you, so you don't think Bradley Cooper wins? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. If he's going to win, he'd win the Golden Globe because I think Killian, his, and here's the interesting part. They're both playing people who are, who were real live people. They are playing those people. I just, I just think Killian is so phenomenal in Oppenheimer. I mean, there are times where he's not even speaking in the film and it just, it pours out of him. It was just such a great show. Bradley was amazing. He was amazing. He really did. And I know this was a passion project of his. I don't know. It's going to be a tough call, but I, I'm going to go with Killian on this one. I know you're going to disagree with me, but go ahead. No, I, I don't. I never saw that movie because I, I it's not my cup of tea, but I think that for me, I, I don't have really a, a feeling about any of these actors. I, I don't know if K- Killian Murphy has enough um, je ne sais quoi uh, to- Oh, he's to, a very handsome man. No, he that way, yes, he's handsome. But I'm saying, I don't know if he's exciting enough to win. So the I, other, now the other one in there, because I didn't realize he was nominated because everyone's like, you got to watch Saltburn, you got to watch Saltburn. Barry Kehogan. Yes, good. Uh, he was in the Banshees of Inishirin last year. Yeah. Uh, he had another scene-stealing role. Talk about scene-stealing roles. I Now, he could be also the surprise. He has a lot of steam behind him. He's new. He's, he's up and... I, I don't want to say new and up and coming, but he's just kind of getting... Because he's been around. He's been in a lot of different movies. But his portrayal in this film... I was speechless by some of the scenes. Some of them I was like, but you know, whatever. I I don't get it, but Hey, Hey, I'm going to disagree. I think I'm going with Bradley. I think that Bradley. Really? Okay. If you read the blind item websites, the blind item websites have Bradley all the time because Bradley has spent a lot of money on his PR team. Bradley has spent a lot of money doing everything. He's been going everywhere that not, not talk shows and stuff like that, but like he is trying, he is playing the marketing game of this that's the whole that's the whole game yes that is true killian is not he's not killian is very much like um one of the great actors um heath ledger where he did a few he did and don't forget they really couldn't promote the movie because the strike started so none of them really were out there promoting it until after the fact but bradley and i i listen i like bradley cooper i think he's a great actor and and he's great he's great when he's on jimmy fallon they always have a lot of fun um, they laugh uncontrollably, which is, I think it's, you know, super great. Who knows? I, I, I just, I think Killian did a great job, but that's, that's a good point to say who's going to be the, give the globes what they want. So I like that. I, 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 okay. We agree to disagree. 
I, I, there we go. We, we agree to disagree on a bunch of them. <laughs> and I haven't even been that mean. Um, when we go to, and you're going to want me to talk about screenplay, aren't you? No, because no, we can skip that one. That's, right, we're we're we skipping skip. it. So we're going to director. You have Bradley Cooper for Maestro. You Maestro. You have Gre Greta Gerwig for Barbie. You have Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. Christopher Nolan, who's going to win for Oppenheimer. Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, and Celine Song for Past Lives. I, all right, Christopher Nolan. He wins. Woo. I so this is where I'm going to get upset, and people can come for me. It's fine. I understand. Over I, he should win. I don't think he's, for his Golden Globe, I think they may give it to Greta. Interesting. I think they may give it to Greta Gerwig. How many women, I mean, she did a great job um, directing this film. I, I do like Greta Gerwig. She's she's put out some really great films. Little Women, hmm, not my favorite Little Women, but it was fine. Uh, I liked, her take was, was different and interesting. She had a great cast. I, I think they may, I, it should be Christopher Nolan. And, and when you talk about directors, he is, he didn't use any special effects. He did not use any green screen. He did not. And that in today's day and age says a lot about a director. And I just, I love his films there. There takes you a minute sometimes to get through them. But this was one of those movies that I, I think, um, you know, I think he deserves it. But I think because, of the, you know, the Golden Globes, like you said, there's a little shadiness going on there. There's a little things that they haven't really been doing right. Maybe they give it to Greta Gerwig. We'll see. She had a little bad controversy, a little personal controversy in the past. You know, she got married and she had a little drama with her. We'll see what happens. See what happens. Best musical or comedy picture. Oh, we could go to cinematic or box office achievement because we will argue about this because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Listen. Tell me what's going to happen. You know who I'm voting for. Come on now. Really? You have to look at that and ask me that question? Oh, this is not going to win. Barbie, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, John Wick, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, Super Mario, and Taylor Swift. This is what I'm going to say. This is my commentary about this. Bring it. Here comes the, the, the come for me, Broadway. No, my Broadway podcast audience is smart. They're sophisticated. They go to the theater. Yes, they, don't they do. Give a crap about Super Mario. They don't give a crap about Guardians of the Galaxy and a, a raccoon. They don't give a crap about any of that. This category is also full of crap because what happens is America is like a lace potato chip. There is <laughs> nothing nutritional about it. And we love sometimes, which fluff and entertainment is good. I'm not opposed yeah. to entertainment. But why, when we're talking, and, and movies, big blockbuster movies deserve to be in contention for awards because they take a lot of work. They take a lot of money. The acting, you know, there's good acting. And I'm not taking away from that. I'm just saying the fact that they added this category to add some pizzazz or to say, well, let's talk about the movies that everyone has seen because most people don't, then go see a good movie. You don't have to just go see a comic book movie or a superhero movie you or whatever. You can go to the movies and see an artistic, like, smart movie but they put this category here because they want a potato chip america life and the winner of this award is we know who's going to win this award go ahead i know who's going to win this award 
Well, because it also was reported today that instead of going to the football game, she's going to the Golden Globes and she's going to win. And her movie made $300 million and her movie cost $15 million to make. But if you're talking about cinematic and box office achievement, a box office achievement, doesn't that go to the movie that made the most money or made the biggest profit? I'm not disparaging Taylor Swift. She's brilliant. I love Taylor Swift. She yes, I agree 100%. Brilliant. And kudos, uh, I will say this to her, for her and even Beyonce as well, because Beyonce did have a movie also. And I loved the fact that they both put this out there. And I don't know if they both knew that they were each going to do this. And then for those that couldn't afford to get tickets or couldn't go to the, th- go, go see it in the stadium or in the parking lots, because all of the, 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 the cities were like, no, 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 you can't do that. You were able to go see it and enjoy it and sing and dance. And I loved seeing the TikToks. Mm-hmm or the videos of these people that were able to do that and have a different experience in a movie theater. I think that was wonderful. And they kept our economy growing. So thank you, ladies. We appreciate you. Uh, And they're super talented. Um, I can't wait to see her on the red carpet and what she's wearing because she will be fabulous. Uh, So that's the weird part. I agree with you, Robert. It's So so what movie made the most? I want to say it was Barbie that made the most money, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. Yeah. Because I believe Barbie made a billion dollars. I'm sure it did. But Barbie but then, didn't win best musical or comedy. So they're going to give it so, to Taylor right. Swift. So I, so you know who I want to see. John there. Wick, because she loves Keanu Reeves. So she's going to want him yes. to win, even if it doesn't deserve to win. Oh, but see now, I so, okay. I did see, I, of course, I think I saw every one of these. Um, Mission Impossible, well, hold on. They want Tom Cruise there. Tom Cruise hasn't been... Well, Tom Cruise gave back his Golden Globe. So yes. Tom Cruise probably, even though it's nominated, he may not show up. I'm sure he won't. He gave back his... And listen, we've met Tom. We met Tom many moons ago. I know he's um, um a little out there, we'll just say. I think he's a great actor. He should have won for Jerry Maguire many years ago. I think that's one of his best roles. Um, One of my favorite roles that he did uh, was a movie called The Last Samurai which was a beautiful film. He was amazing in it. And listen, I love A Good Mission Impossible. I think he does an amazing job. I give him kudos for his age to be doing these stunts. It's wonderful. And he is, he's a good actor. I I just think he gets a lot of, he needs to kind of come out now though and kind of maybe disassociate with a certain thing. And I think he'd do a lot better if he did, but that's just my personal opinion. Come out as what, eh? Oh, well, he could do that too. Uh, cause I, I will love him no matter what. And I will, I think he'd, I think he'd be embraced if he did that. Um, but I think he needs to kind of step away from, um, his church. Just my personal opinion. I, and I'm putting air quotes around church and cult. He should step away from his cult. They yes. should, that the, the, the guy's wife is dead and, uh, Tom Cruise is, um, in a cult and a closeted actor at that. I said it and I don't even care and I don't care. And he's that. And if you're listening and you want to boycott me, then fine, go listen to someone else's podcast. But Tom Cruise is a great, is a good actor. He is, is a very, and he's a good person. He does do, he helps, he saved people's lives. He's, I just think if he does that, I think That's his career would be. A, the aliens are in his body and they have flown out from back in the day from outer space. 
into his body and he has to go to the Church of Scientology building to cut them out with the electric magnet machine. And he's got to do that auditing. I watched the Leah Remini show. I know what goes on there. We love Leah Remini. She is wonderful. And I, I enjoy her. And I do love Tom Cruise too. I just, I hope he can, cause I think he's a good actor. I think he's a great actor and I enjoy his movies and I will continue to go see them, but I just hope he kind of gets a little wake up call. Just well, saying. Let's talk about a uh, picture musical or comedy. We yes. have air, which I can't, I, I had such high hopes for that movie. I didn't love the movie. I know I did too. American fiction, which I'm sure I'm going to love because it sounds fun. Uh, yeah. Barbie by Warner brothers, the holdovers, which is a loved it, a focus features movie. I don't know why I'm telling you the studios who cares and may December and poor things. Um, I think Barbie wins because it's just oh, a- hands down, hands down. Barbie wins. I, I think it's great. I haven't seen poor things yet. I heard it. It looks definitely like an A movie because um, I love when it's it's different and weird. And first of all, again, your friend Rami is in it. Mark Ruffalo uh, is in it. Uh, Willem Dafoe, people that I enjoy, and Emma Stone. Um, but no, I think Barbie wins hands down. I agree. And then Best Picture Drama, the big the big mo- monster of of the award uh, season. Even though we think we know what who's going to win, um, you have Anatomy of a Fall, which that's the movie. It's a. It's actually uh, from France, so it yeah. is a. It is a non-English language film, as we refer to them now. Oh, I like that. Yes. And we have um, Killers of the Flower Moon, the long movie that I won't refuse to watch. Ma- Maestro, um, Oppenheimer, Past Lives. What's that? Past Lives is. Um, it also is a non-English um, oh, language it's- film. It's an A twenty-four. Mm-hmm. But it says United States, so I'm a little confused on that. I have not seen that, I will say. Because A24, I guess, is an American company. I don't know. And then The Zone of Interest. What's that? Um, that is from the United Kingdom. And um, that is also a, a non-English uh, language film. So Oppenheimer for the win here, I, I, I think, out of all of them. And I think it's going to be between... Although um, people have been saying that Anatomy of a Fall is is phenomenal. And I believe one of the actresses was nominated too, or maybe not. I don't recall over there. Um, But uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yes, Sandra Huller was nominated for Best. Uh, Oppenheimer too, which is boring to me, but that's fine. But that's fine. It could be boring. This whole award season is a little boring. I don't know why I feel that way, eh? It's a little boring. It's a little boring because, you know, I think we, because we missed out on, on so many things. And if other movies would have come out like Dune 2, um, which I can't wait for, I think that would have um, kind of given a little more chutzpah to the, uh, to the, the excitement around it. But I don't think anybody is excited because we also didn't know that these were even going to happen, number one. So I don't know. I think there's just... But I agree with you. I think if you if you make the most money, why are you not nominated? Why are you not nominated? I mean, this has been our discussion for the longest time, and you know that because we fought a few years ago because <clears throat> I thought Endgame, which was a Marvel movie, which was a phenomenal Marvel movie, should have been nominated. It made a gazillion dollars. It was a very well done, out of all the superhero movies that have been made, it was fantastic, and I thought that at least should have been nominated. I also think that Black Panther um, and Wakanda Forever should have been in there as well. And Angela Bassett was robbed. But aside from that, we shall move on. <laughs> uh, and my attitude about it has always been, it should be whatever's the best artistically made movie. And and if there was a category for the best superhero movie or something like that, then that's fine. Like they do with animated films. But I just think sometimes the spectacle 
yes. of them. But I also think we've gotten so artsy fartsy that sometimes we put movies in there. Like, listen, my thing about Maestro. Maestro is a well done movie. Like I said, well acted. Yes. It is. Is it his entire life story? No. No. Is it a slice of his life? Yes. Is there really a beginning, middle, and end? Not really. No. It's just. It, you know, is it a coming of age? This is his life? No, I don't think we know anything about him professionally. I don't know anything about West Side Story. I don't know anything about what he did, except he was had relationships with men and he was married. Like, I, so I just think like we have gotten two ends of the spectrum. We have the really artsy, we're cool and artsy because we have to be cool and artsy. Then we have the commercial juggernaut blockbusters. Right. And where's just the good old fashioned good movie? Like a good movie. Right. So in, in, in past, can you name, what would, what would be one that you would consider that was just like a good old fashioned movie? Even if it didn't win, what do you, what, what, what would you say from like, you know, the past maybe 10 or 15 years? Well, you know what came to mind, which is a little, it doesn't age really well now, but like you take a movie like Forrest Gump. Okay. Oh, yeah. Forrest Gump is not a superhero movie. It is not a gigantic movie uh, in terms of special effects. But it's not an artsy movie. It is a good. I know that you know Jenny manipulates Forrest, and Forrest represents an actor playing someone with a disability can be controversial. Or what was his disability? I understand in twenty twenty three four the movie may not be the same as it was when I saw it. But when I saw wow, it, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. This is a good movie. This- and it 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 it's it's a historical document. It takes you through so many decades of of life, of war, of love, of of loss, of death, of life reborn, and probably one of the one of the top ten soundtracks. Also, yeah. you know, because I think music for me is super important in a film, even if it's even if it's you know, obviously this is music that wasn't made for the movie, but you you have just some great. And it adds so much to the film. And I think that's what's lacking today because I remember back in the day, because I'm super weird, I would love the soundtrack. I remember I saw The Fifth Element with Bruce Willis, one of my favorites, and I went out and I bought the soundtrack. I loved, and it was weird music and everything, but I bought it. Nowadays, you don't have that. I mean, yes, with the streaming and things like that, but I think that that adds a different element to the film. And that was, I think, another great thing about Forrest Gump because I can remember a scene and I'm like, oh, Sweet Home Alabama was playing or um, Running on Empty was playing when he was running, run for, I just think that's, um, it's a great, but I, I do understand that, it, yes, it would be different today, but but it's still a great film. Yeah. And why can't we have more just good movies that can make money and appeal to mass audiences, but also be cinematically good. And be artistic. But I feel the same way about Broadway. You know, why, why does Broadway have to be commercialized to no i'm not trying to offend you a but a loves disney but we i don't need broadway to be disney world i need broadway to be the place where theater is created and and curated and it should be i i agree with you a thousand i will i will stand with you on this uh i remember i recently was in a discussion with someone um and we disagreed because uh it was not you it was someone else it was a stranger and they said that Broadway has always been commercial and Broadway was always, and I said, no, no, no. Broadway was not always commercial. When I was young and went to go see Oliver, uh, which was the first musical um, that I had seen, and it was the Fagin from the movie, I was in awe. Actually, it might've been Annie was the first one that I saw. And 
I mean, I loved Annie. And then I went to go see, I think it was Ragtime. And it was, I didn't understand that I was very young, but it was beautiful. It was amazing. You didn't know who the actors were. I don't need to, and don't get me wrong, they're super talented. I, when I saw Broadway, I didn't know who any of the actors were. Maybe if it was Bernadette Peters, but she was a Broadway actress at the time. We let, there are so many talented people that are in Broadway, that are on Broadway, that are not in leading roles that could be amazing. I don't know when Broadway kind of lost their way that it's like, we have to get that, that name. No, you don't. I, I, you know, I grew up Phantom of the Opera and I know people say, oh, that's commercial. It really wasn't when it was, when it first came out. No, and I, think Phantom, I mean, Phantom came out what in the eighties, right? The, mm -hmm. the musical. I mean, Michael Crawford. I didn't really know who Michael Crawford was, and he was amazing. And I just, I, I wish Broadway would come back to that. I also wish they would kind of have um, compelling stories and maybe some real life stories. I don't think we need another um, Tootsie musical, yep. even though well, it was cute. I, you know, for me, I feel like, uh, um, and I was having a conversation with someone about this uh, uh, inside person to, in this world the other day about, you know, Broadway used to make stars and now stars make Broadway because yes. Broadway, tickets are, Broadway tickets are so expensive. The shows cost so much money to mount. The theater rents are so expensive. And also, so we put on shows that don't have an artistic story and don't have music that is right. going to live the test of time. But, and they, or you could have, or you could have great music and a great story and a very little spectacle, or you could have a yep. big giant spectacle like, Phantom or Miss Saigon or Les Mis. Not that there's not, their music is amazing, but it's a Broadway show. I want to see a show. I want an orchestra. I want sets. I want costumes. I want some, or do something out of the box, like the Nicole Schlesinger, Nicole Schlesinger's Sunset Boulevard, where it's minimalistic and it's it's got a totally different take on it. That's fascinating to me. There's a place for that in theater. But these movie adaptations and this flipping of shows that just come and next and next. No. We need to have a standard in art. I feel like there should yes. be a standard in art. Yes. It, it definitely Broadway. Broadway lost something along the way. I don't know when or how it happened. And you know me. I, I love Broadway. I love give me a good musical. Give me a great play as we recent, most recently saw. Uh, Pearly Victorious, which was phenomenal. It, it, it took my breath away. It was beautiful. It made me laugh. It made me cry. It was poignant and and beautifully done and you know where are those musicals i you know when i saw miss saigon which is one of my favorites i i think it was you know that was something that was riveting when that when the helicopter came onto the stage or the the chandelier and phantom of the opera you know and now the the newer age where rent i i will put in that because rent was you know so fantastic and what an amazing story ahead of its time and then you had hamilton which you know these younger people, which I love to see that. And they're like, this is great. This is great. And yes, they want another Hamilton, which is kind of hard to do. It doesn't always happen that way. But if it was a movie musical, sure. Then you could put it on Broadway. But if it wasn't a musical, don't make it one. Like that's sorry. You know, listen, I, 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 I get it, but you're no, we don't need it. Well, because it's right. so expensive, people want a property that they understand, that they know, and, and this, you know, and I get it. But it's, but there's, there's the next great musical. But Broadway used to, Broadway was used to educate people. 
Broadway, nice. when you would see something like like a show like Ragtime, and yes, Ragtime was a musical. Like I, I, you know, I understand like or Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd is one of my favorites. I, I enjoy Sweeney Todd. I think it's 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 amazing and brilliant. But you know, and I do enjoy the Music Man. I know that is not one of your favorites. I do enjoy it. Um, and I did see the most recent one with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster, and 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 it was great. Uh, but I think you kind of need to. I don't stop bringing in the big names because you know what. People used to go, instead of going to the movies, they'd go see a Broadway show. They can't afford to do that anymore. You no, don't need to. It's too expensive for people. It's too expensive. Well, expensive. listen, all I can say is you should watch the Golden Globes on Sunday. You should, you should watch the Golden Globes on CBS on Sunday. You should then watch, listen to us on Monday night after we tape it. So give us a moment to get it up and out. But we'll have it up by Monday night, uh, late at night where we'll recap and see how we did and talk about the, the drama and the excitement. And I'll give Adrian five minutes to talk about clothes and we will, oh, we will thank you. <laughs> and we will uh, reconvene for the next award show. And we will be doing these the whole entire award season, even if only three people watch it. And even if you cancel us, and even if you yell at us because of our controversial opinions and then go see a Broadway show as well. Um, Adrian, yes. you'll be with us all award season and we'll get through all of these We'll, we'll get through them all. We'll do them all. And just, just, I thought you were going to say you give me five minutes to talk about Pedro Pascal, but that's fine. We could talk about the clothes too. <laughs> okay. She's a Pedro Pascal blanket. And so. I do. <laughs> to each their own, right? I get it. If you want to follow uh, the show, go to robertbannon.com and follow us on Instagram. You could go to the Rob, the round table with Robert Bannon on Instagram, or go to my Instagram at Robert M. Bannon. If you want to yell at Adrian for her controversial opinions, she's at AMC. Disney, AMC, like the movie theater chain and Disney because she loves big business and capitalism. No relation, but yes. <laughs> right. So watch the Globes on Sunday. I'll be with Adrian and, um, and our friend Mike, and we'll have lots of opinions and controversy to talk about on Monday. Thanks for joining us. Remember to watch us every single day. Support art and artists. The best is yet to come. Hey, thanks for being here. Thank you, Robert. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.